to you by Bank of America, working with Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. The holiday season means spending time with friends and family. It also can mean spending money, whether buying gifts or food and drinks for house guests. According to a poll from American Consumer Credit Counseling, 35% of consumers use a savings plan and budget to help with holiday spending. There are more ways to reduce the burden when you know large purchases are coming up. Careful planning of how you pay for those purchases can help put money in your pocket. Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. Keep in mind that how you pay for holiday purchases can also impact how much money you have in your wallet. With the Bank AmeriCard Cash Rewards Credit Card, cardholders get 3% cash back at gas stations and 2% back at grocery stores on up to $1,500 and 1% back on all other purchases. Just use your card as you normally would and earn cash back to lessen the impact of holiday spending. For more information, visit bankofamerica.com slash credit cards. I'm Dan Marin. A Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Good afternoon. It is I, Chuck Morse, Monday through Friday, 10 to noon Eastern Standard Time here at the IRN USA Radio Network. Let's get right to it here. Black America, Stop the Insanity. Lloyd Marcus is my guest. Lloyd is a writer, a singer, a songwriter. His articles appear regularly in the American Thinker. As the Tea Party movement's most prominent African-American, he has been seen on Fox News, CNN, and more. He is the chairman of the Conservative Campaign Committee, PAC, whose mission is to elect conservative candidates across America. Lloyd has attended over 400 Tea Party rallies, where he speaks and performs his original song, American Tea Party Anthem. Marcus, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Lloyd, thanks for joining me. Hello, Chuck. My Are you there? brother. <laughs> nice to I hear you. By the way, I, 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 should, I want to get up on the show a clip of your song. Do you have a recording of it? Oh, uh, yes, uh, you can go to uh, uh, YouTube and Google me. Hey, Chuck, and uh, something else I have to say, that I am not an African-American. I am Lloyd Marcus American, and I'm sick of this uh, hyphenating nonsense. No, I know what you mean. I mean, I, I, you know, being a Jew, I don't like it either when people say Jewish American. There's something about that, you know. It's uh, these sort of things. I mean, we're all Americans. I think it was uh, George Washington who basically made this point in his farewell address. You know, he said that we all may have different habits and ethnicities and backgrounds and customs, but he hopes and he prays that all Americans put the nation first. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, that these, yep. So um, here you are traveling around the Tea Party, um, which um, in the mainstream media has meant that uh, it, it is the most vilified of all people, the enemy of the masses. And uh, let's face it, the main contention of the main part of the uh, 
the mainstream press and of liberals who know nothing about the Tea Party. When you ask them what do they have against the Tea Party, they say, well, we don't like them because they're racist. What say you? And, Chuck, I have to tell you that, like, uh, I have been hanging out with all of these white folks for the last uh, five years at a rallies across America, and nobody attempted to hang me or <laughs> uh, nobody <laughs> attempted to harm me in any way. As a matter of fact, I was uh, showered uh, with affection because we were at those rallies for the same reason, and they had nothing to do with race. It had everything to do with Barack Obama attempting to turn this nation uh, into a, a uh, socialist nation. And these are people who simply love their country, and they love uh, freedom, and they were simply saying no to socialism. It had nothing to do with Barack Obama's uh, skin color. As a matter of fact, a large percentage of the folks in in the uh, Tea Party movement actually uh, voted for Obama because they naively thought, finally, we can vote for the uh, we can vote for this black guy, and we will never be called racist again, suckers. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, Lloyd, you've traveled, as it says here, to, to over 400 Tea Party rallies Absolutely. across the country over the past several years. You've not seen any of this um, racist stuff that uh, that my 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 good friends on the left like to claim. Oh my goodness, no! Uh, as a matter of fact, and I never saw one racist uh, uh, saying or sign or anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, that was the uh, reason that I was on uh, CNN and I called. Uh, Benjamin Jealous, who is the president of the NAACP, uh, I called him a bald-faced liar because he said that he saw Tea Party signs that said, lynch Barack Obama and lynch uh, Eric Holder. Chuck, you and I know that, like, that, that uh, if those signs uh, existed, they would have gone viral everywhere because the main yeah, I haven't seen it they would have loved uh, to have seen uh, the the old signs to paint the uh, tea party as racist oh yeah I mean I haven't seen any evidence of it and if and I'll tell you one thing if if those signs did show up I would I would be willing to bet although it's hard to prove that they would be an example of an agent provocateur you know what I mean yes like yes. they send somebody down there to do that. I mean, but, um, you know, to try uh, but to... like, I have to say that, like, all of the folks uh, in the uh, Tea Party movement, they are the salt of the earth, Chuck. As a matter of fact, I was highly offended when the Democrats attempted to uh, uh, compare them to Occupy uh, Wall Street. Occupy Wall Street are a bunch of lazy, lazy uh deadbeat, rude, Louts. and crude folks out there. <laughs> uh, they are no comparison to the Tea Party folks. Well, there's a, you know, the difference is, and again, we're generalizing here, but the Tea Party people tend to be people who are working for a living. They tend to be blue-collar people. They tend to be, uh, you know, family people who are trying to get by, whereas the... Uh, the Occupy people, and again, I've only I only have snapshots of it. I've gone to some of the Occupied 
rallies myself and the Tea Party rallies, so I, I just have anecdotal. Those are primarily college kids who are probably living off the, uh, the you know the fat of the land. I mean, they've got their parents supporting them. They you know they, they're affecting a certain look that's slovenly because they think oh, it's hip. Yeah. And uh, you know, they, they don't know what it is to work for a living. I mean, they, they have no idea what it is to pay taxes, you know, or to uh, to deal with government regulation if they want to get into business. Most of them live in their parents' house. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, something else about the uh, Tea Party movement that I've heard the uh, mainstream media say gives that if the Tea Party movement is not racist, then how come there there are not a lot of uh Black folks there. Well, I say because a large percentage of Black America is racist, and they are basically encouraged to be racist. As a uh, Black person, I have been told by fellow Blacks and by liberals that I am supposed to harbor a certain amount of resentment against white America. And when I don't have those kinds of feelings, uh, when I basically look at people as uh, as individuals, good or bad, uh, they don't like that. They want me to put uh, white people in the white people category, and I'm supposed uh, to, to harbor resentment against them. Barack Obama has done horrible things to the uh, black well, above Barack Obama has done horrible things to all of us, uh, right. uh, but his uh, presidency has basically been devastating to the uh, black co- community, and yet blacks won't turn their back on Obama no matter what. Uh, there's a handful, yes, but most of, uh, of black Americans, no matter what Obama says, they go along with it. And something that really surprised me is all of the black uh uh, Christians that have supported Barack Obama's uh, anti-Christian policies across the board. And, mm-hmm. and I say, how can you justify supporting this man who doesn't stand for all of the things that you supposedly stand for? And the bottom line is Barack Obama is black and you don't turn your back on the brother. Yeah, well, that's you know, it's a tribal thing. I mean, it's uh, and I understand a certain amount of that. You know, I mean, as a Jew, I was very proud of Joe Lieberman when he was uh, running for vice president with Al Gore. Even though I would never vote for you know him, I mean, I didn't support his policies, but I I could get where people, you know, they think, oh, this is very exciting. You know, finally one of us in the White House. However, uh, you know, it's interesting that. Uh, that more black people are not coming out for the uh, for the Tea Party, and and I think that uh, if Barack Obama were white, he would be called a racist right now, especially if he were a Republican. I mean, can you imagine if if he uh, his record with the black community, if he were a white Republican? Oh my! I, I can only imagine the the amount of attacks he'd be undergoing. Well, I. Uh, uh... And something else, too, uh, Barack Obama, uh, I can't think of the policy at this uh, moment, but it's something that special concessions for uh, young uh, black men. And then Eric Holder, uh, uh, who is the head of the uh, Justice Department, basically saying that he is not 
going to uh, uh, pursue uh, cases of black racism against whites. You can't do that in America, and that's not right. I know. Uh, and it just you know yeah well you know it's it's very it's very odd and um, what do you think about it? Yeah, and, and also he's. Uh, I, you know, look, the, there, there are some other things that, that bother me, and I, we, we could get into this topic, Lloyd, and that is that um, the administration is doing nothing to um, in any way curtail voter fraud, and instead they're turning the tables and claiming that you know legitimate attempts by states, which traditionally have done this, <clears throat> of uh, making sure that their voter rolls are people who are registered, and photo IDs and things like that, that these things somehow have something against black people, which I think is a lie. Well, like, uh, look, I have to say, and that's another thing that totally amazes me because uh, basically the NAACP and the Obama administration and the mainstream media are saying to require a photo ID uh, uh, will will uh dis disenfranchise uh black folks well am i the only black person on the planet who is offended by that because they are ba- they are basically saying that black americans are stupid that uh we can't find out yeah. a way to get a photo id well then if we can't get a photo id then like apparently black people do not uh get on airplanes, black people do not cash uh, checks. It's totally absurd, and yet nobody appears to be offended uh, by that. And this is, uh, once again, the the Democrats attempting to lower standards for black. Like everybody else, a photo ID is fine, but uh, black folk, no, that's really too hard for black folks to get a photo ID. Well, you know, it's a racist. It's actually a very racist attitude. It kind of goes back to the old, you know, Rudyard Kipling, white man's burden. You know, the the black man is uh, not capable, and it's uh, it's insulting. It's offensive. It should be, and uh, that's not to say that uh, I think states should make photo IDs easy to get and free if oh, they can. No, but uh, nevertheless, this whole idea that. Um, you know, a state should not have a reasonable means of identifying a voter is obviously a fig leaf for major voter fraud, and that's exactly what happened in the last election. I'm not saying that Barack Obama wouldn't have won anyway, but uh, there are some big problems when you had certain precincts. Well, we'll be right back. You probably knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb, but did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At Max Achieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call 800-801-3465. 800-801-3465. 
801-3465. I'm really worried. We should have paid off our debt years ago, but we've barely even made any progress. We've tried budgeting and debt roll down to pay off the smallest debt first, but we just keep falling off track. We haven't even paid off our credit cards yet. We completely understand where you're coming from. Getting out of debt is so hard and stressful. It takes so much time, discipline, and work that most people fall off track within the first year. Nine-Year Mortgage has a guaranteed solution to help you become debt-free. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before. You really can become debt-free, even if you haven't been able to do it on your own. Our average client pays off all of their debt, including their mortgage, in only nine years. To get your nine-year mortgage CD for free, call today, 800-226-8131. Become debt-free faster than you ever dreamed possible. Call 800-226-8131. 800-226-8131. This report is brought to you by Bank of America. Working with Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. The holiday season means spending time with friends and family. It also can mean spending money, whether buying gifts or food and drinks for house guests. According to a poll from American Consumer Credit Counseling, 35% of consumers use a savings plan and budget to help with holiday spending. There are more ways to reduce the burden when you know large purchases are coming up. Careful planning of how you pay for those purchases can help put money in your pocket. Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. Keep in mind that how you pay for holiday purchases can also impact how much money you have in your wallet. With the Bank AmeriCard Cash Rewards Credit Card, cardholders get 3% cash back at gas stations and 2% back at grocery stores on up to $1,500 and 1% back on all other purchases. Just use your card as you normally would and earn cash back to lessen the impact of holiday spending. For more information, visit bankofamerica.com slash credit cards. I'm Dan Merritt. 150 million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Mauskopf. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you. I don't just guarantee it. I put my name on it. Dr. Mauskopf's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast, and it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-681-2512. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-681-2512. Or go to Migralex.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X.com. Or call 800-681-2512. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and uh, Lloyd Marcus is my guest. We're talking politics here. Uh, Lloyd has his website is uh, LloydMarcus.com. He calls himself an unhyphenated American. He's the chairman of the Conservative Campaign Committee. He's an entertainer, keynote speaker, tea party guy. Uh, Lloyd, look, if, um, if Alan, you know, when I'm told by, um, liberals that, um, there's some kind of a secret racist conspiracy against Barack Obama, 
because he's black, I'd point out that uh, when Barack Obama was an unknown state senator, he ran in the special election for the U.S. Senate in Illinois against a man named Alan Keyes. Now, Alan Keyes is a former uh, ambassador to the United Nations in the Reagan administration. Um, he's a he's a hero of the Tea Party movement. He's a very good conservative. He is actually on the board of directors of WorldNet Daily, which is the uh, media institution that initiated the question about Barack Obama's birth certificate. Mm-hmm. And, of course, in case I didn't mention, Alan Keyes is black. I now, I would argue that had Alan Keyes won that special election and had Alan Keyes gone on to become president of the United States, which, of course, you and I know would be virtually impossible because he was a conservative. I don't think that the Tea Party and conservatives would be all that critical of his uh, his administration. We'd be rallying around him. Uh, so uh, yes, yes, I could not agree uh, with you more. And uh, I love Alan Keith. Uh I've heard him speak uh, several times that he's a rock solid conservative, but Barack Obama uh, is basically in the uh, White House today because he is black and because he is uh, he is totally a far-left liberal. Uh, remember, the mainstream media did not vet Barack Obama. The only thing that mattered was that Barack Obama was black and liberal. Uh, and the uh, mainstream media, they basically ignored all of his uh, associations, his far-left associations, and they ignored uh, his racist pastor, uh, Reverend uh, Jeremiah Wright, uh, uh, and they ignored all of the far-left radicals that helped Barack Obama's uh, campaign, because the only thing that mattered that Barack Obama was was uh, was a black guy, uh, and he was a liberal, and that was the only thing that mattered to my whole uh, family. But uh, when I heard Barack Obama tell Joe the plumber that he wanted to spread the wealth around. I thought, it wrong answer. Uh, and I basically knew that Barack Obama was was wrong for my country, and I began uh, campaigning against him. I caught grief from every side because, like, everybody's going, what is wrong with you? He's black. And I'm going, so what? <laughs> You're like, I can imagine. Uh, are we supposed to to ignore who this man uh, is and only look at his skin color? And basically, they were saying yes. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, exactly. They don't want it. They didn't want him to be opposed. It was, and, and look, I mean, I think that he was plucked out of out of obscurity. His, as you say, his background was uh, was ignored and and whitewashed. And uh, and he's very smart and articulate and good looking and he's he has a nice smile and he's got a nice family and you know he was a perfect image oh, I know. that in a sense and and he could be created and molded in a way because once you remove the left wing associations people he got a lot of conservatives voting for him because 
in in a way, when you have a candidate like that, where there's very little known about them, the people impose their own values on him. It, they say, "Oh no, he's oh, conservative. Man, he's more yeah. conservative than John McCain." Some ways, maybe he even was. But look, I, look, I have to say that you are totally right because I was stunned by the number of conservatives after the election who fessed up and and said that they uh, voted for Barack Obama. I'm going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, what? Well, and also there was a great benefit to electing a black man as president of the United States. Um, the downside to that is that being black in the presidency gives him a certain shield in that we can't criticize Do you because think? he's black. Yes. And, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's a double-edged fact, sword. Yeah, well, like, as a matter of fact, that, uh, that uh, if Barack Obama... All right, uh, Lloyd Marcus is my guest. We've got to take a break for news. Lloyd, okay. stick with me. We'll be back after news. Okay. You're listening to the IRN USA Radio Network. The day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Hi, I'm Joan London. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591. Author, journalist, an American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. So uh, my guest is Lloyd Marcus, lloydmarcus.com, uh, unhyphenated American, chairman of the Conservative Campaign Committee. He's an entertainer, keynote speaker. He's been to over 400 Tea Party rallies. Uh, Lloyd, uh, you know, just talk a little bit about some of the reactions that you have experienced amongst uh, the black community. Oh, uh, the uh, black community, they think I am a, a uh, stupid N-word. Uh, they think I am a, a, a 
traitor to my race. Uh, the reason why that these things do not upset me is because I think that they're the ones uh, that are that are not thinking rationally. Uh, Chuck, uh, do, do you know that 70% of black kids do not graduate high school? 70% of of uh, black kids are growing up in fatherless homes. Uh, back in the 1950s, when racism really was a problem, uh, 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 over Eighty percent of black kids had fathers in their home, but here in 2014, 70 percent of black kids are growing up in fatherless homes, and they have this stupid term called "baby daddies." Now, I hate that. You know, like I want dads, and we need dads. And then, 50 percent. Of black abortions, uh, I don't know, uh, 50% of black pregnancies end in abortion. Uh, and nobody is addressing all of these problems rather than celebrating, uh, Condoleezza Rice, one of the most powerful black uh, women in America, and, uh, celebrating Supreme Court Justice uh, uh, Clarence Thomas, one of the most powerful, most uh, black men in the world, uh, they, like all of the NAACP and the liberals and the mainstream uh, media, they want to celebrate rappers and uh, stick on television shows called All My Baby's Mamas. I mean, it's so absurd. And they hate these celebrated uh, black people who have become successful the old-fashioned way. They earned it. So why doesn't yeah. the old uh, the NAACP, who supposedly cares about black folks, why aren't they not holding up Supreme Court Justice uh, Clarence Thomas and Condoleezza Rice to black kids as shining? examples of what can be achieved through education, hard work, and making right uh, choices in life. Why are they not doing that rather than vilifying these people? And they're, you know, and they're calling me names? <laughs> it makes no well, sense. Well, look, I mean, you, you make a... Yeah, I mean, you you, pre, you present a very accurate thesis of what's happened to the black community in America thanks to liberalism. Yeah. You know, I mean, before 1965, and uh, it was none other than uh, Assistant Secretary of Labor Daniel Patrick Moynihan talked about this, wrote a report about it. Uh, the well, the black well, family know. was intact. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, like uh, you know, the black uh, the black family was religious. Uh-huh. The black family, in spite of real racism, Jim Crow, you know, real. I mean, obvious racism. Exactly. They were entering into the middle class. They were developing yes, wealth. They were. Yep. You know, there was an emergence of, of of a black middle class, and a lot of that was retarded by the uh, particular targeting by the left of um, of the black community for welfare and other programs, which were destroyed uh, the black family. Since war on poverty, uh, you have nailed it. Uh, yeah, I mean it's a. Uh, you know, it's it's really angering to me to see that. I mean, it's uh, I think it was James Meredith who uh, w- w- integrated uh, Mississippi State University, who said that uh, the whole 
war and poverty left-wing program of the 60s was the worst thing to happen to black people since slavery. I know. Was, uh, okay, we've got to take another Hello, break here. We'll be Marius right back. Lloyd Marcus and is my guest. together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could he prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer. Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called the answer, proof of God in heaven. The answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could he prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com for more information. Improve your vision naturally. Listen closely. Fact. Clinical studies show you can improve night vision, sharpen focus, and reduce eye strain using natural nutrients. Fact. You won't see the results you deserve with drugstore brands because these proven vision-boosting nutrients are missing in most eye supplements. Dr. Julian Whitaker has sold 4 million bottles of his Vision Essentials formula with the clinical levels of all 17 must-have nutrients for better night vision and better visual acuity with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Don't settle for cheap supplements, uninformed doctors who say there's nothing you can do, or vitamins that only cover some of the nutrients. It's a fact. You can enjoy improved night vision, sharpen your vision, and focus more easily with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Improve the health of your eyes today. Vision Essentials will change the way you see the world. To get your free bonus bottle of Vision Essentials, just call 800-658-1895. That's 800-658-1895. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thanks so much. Uh, Lloyd Marcus is my guest. And uh, Lloyd, you know, you're, you're out there now, uh, still involved in the Tea Party movement, still trying to make inroads in the black community. There's an election coming up in November. Uh, where do things stand today? Uh, I don't know uh, if you heard uh, Sarah 
Palin speech at CPAC, but basically Sarah Palin is saying it's time for the GOP and everybody to really to really embrace conservatism because uh, this is uh, the only way that we're going to uh, win this. Uh, we must put conservatives in the office and i'm not i'm not talking about uh republicans i'm talking about conservatives we must get conservatives elected i i spent most of last year uh uh touring the country attempting to get uh conservatives uh elected uh in races across america i've been home about a month i i was home for uh uh, two weeks last week, and it was fantastic. I worked around the house. I uh, uh, pizzled around in my shop. Like, like it was great. But now and I'm uh, I am uh, back on the road. Uh, we'll be going to uh, Minnesota uh, to help defeat Al Franken. Conservatism uh, uh, is definitely the way to win. But before I go, I just wanted to share a story about my dad. I I so re- resent the Democratic Party uh, continually telling blacks that they are inferior and standards must be lowered uh, for, uh, for them. Uh, uh, back in the early 1950s, uh, my father, uh, he broke the color Barry, uh, 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 into the Baltimore Fire Department. The white firefighters, they hated him. They did not want uh, my father uh, there, and they made every day a nightmare. My dad won firefighter of the year two times. Okay, look, I, I apologize. We've got to take one more break yet. We will continue with the dad. Hello, my name is Marius Forte. And together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it be meant suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity, not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Lloyd Marcus is my guest. Lloyd, please continue. Yeah, uh, I, I was saying, uh, back in the uh, 1950s, my father was one of the first blacks to break the uh color barrier to become a Baltimore City firefighter. The white 
firefighters. They hated my dad. They made his life a living hell, and he had to function under humiliating circumstances. Uh, he could not drink from the same coffee pot as the white firefighters. Uh, they had separate uh, silverware for him. Uh, he was humiliated there, and yet he won. Uh, 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 my dad, he won Firefighter Girl of the Year two times. He was excellent, and they did not lower standards for him. Uh, he, uh, but yet, uh, he won the respect of, of every man in that firehouse because he was excellent. Why can't we aspire to this kind of thing to uh, today, instead of constantly lower the bar, and now that we have Barack Obama, he wants to lower the bar, uh, the bar for the whole nation. Forty-seven America, uh, 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 forty-seven million Americans on food stamps. That's wrong, Chuck. Uh, uh, Ninety million Americans don't have jobs, and they are still. Uh, uh, driving cars and watching cable television. That's wrong. That's not America. That's who we... Uh, that's not who we are. We're better than that. And that's why I fight this man's policies every single day of my life. Well, I mean, God bless you. This is a, a very powerful story, you know. I mean, your father it reminds me of Jackie Robinson. He went in there. He uh, he broke the the color barrier. He dealt with um, a lot of nonsense, and yet you know he stood up and he was the best he could be. And he turned out to be one of the great uh, leaders, one of the great men. He also went on, of course, to become a Republican and a uh, the conservative. And the uh, the owner of the team, the Brooklyn Dodgers, was motivated by Christian faith and by his uh, his understanding that all men are created equal. Uh, as which is of course a Judeo-Christian idea. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, this is in the Torah. It's in the Bible. It's a uh, book of Genesis. You know, God created man and woman in His image. You know, that's where that comes from. Oh yeah. Uh, well, uh, so uh, so here we are. Yep. Well, well, well I, I wanted to say that uh, my dad, uh, my my dad, has been a minister for uh, fifty years, and back in those days, uh, he was a young uh, pastor. You know, and a whole bunch of young arrogant uh, black kids say, "How you know? Uh, uh, why would my father uh, put up with the nonsense?" Uh, but he was a young pastor. He had a wife and five uh, uh, kids to support, so he couldn't just leave that job. You know, and that's not what people uh, did in those days. Uh, we have become such wimps. <laughs> I just say that. Oh, I know. They don't. People look back and they don't understand. Um, you know how we got here and the struggles that that had to. People had to endure, you know. I mean, uh, I have like uh, I'm here getting, you know, uptight, standing in line at a bank. I don't think about the fact that my grandparents had to travel over a thousand miles in fields in Russia to get the way from the czar, and, yeah. and they were shot at, and they were a lot of them were killed. So I mean, we don't appreciate 
what past generations and what our parents and grandparents had to go through to get us to the point where we are. And uh, and, and people, you know, they've forgotten it. Uh, the, 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 our education doesn't teach it. That, oh, uh, you know, freedom didn't just happen by accident. It had to be fought for. It still right. has to be fought for. It, sure it doesn't grow on trees. Right. Well, well, uh, and and uh, this is uh, something I like about uh, Sarah Palin as well. Uh, the thing that I admire uh, so much about this woman is that from her VP acceptance speech, the uh, the uh, liberal media and the Democrats attacked her uh, full force, and they have basically said anybody who's a conservative uh, must be stupid, a racist, and uh, and uh, a nutcase, and yet uh, despite everything that the left has done to Sarah Palin, she is just as feisty and bold for conservatism as ever. And meanwhile, there are so many people uh, in the Republican Party who have basically surrendered to the Democratic agenda. That's a big problem. Okay, we'll be right back. Lloyd Marcus is my guest. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Janelle from Missouri. I've been doing Andy Willoughby's three-step plan for almost four years. I love it because I'm able to do the things that I'm passionate about, like youth ministry, going on our youth trips and homeschooling. Uh, we have a really busy schedule. I'm able to plug in my business into the three hours that we have. I love that it gives our family extra choices, like traveling. I love the people that I work with. I love the, doing the three-step plan. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. The three-step plan home business system has been helping people find financial freedom for over 10 years. And I think we could help you too. What people like best about the three-step plan is you can actually have customers calling you, you don't have to be a salesperson, and you get to work with nice family-oriented people. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Lloyd Marcus is my guest, unhyphenated American, chairman of the Conservative Campaign Committee, entertainer, keynote speaker, Tea Party guy. Uh, the website is lloydmarcus.com. Uh, Lloyd, we only have a few minutes left. I admire what you're doing. I'd like to promote what you're doing in every way I can. Um, and uh, and we'll be doing so uh, for both uh, after the program. You'll be getting a podcast of the show, and I intend to send that out to my considerably large social network and to archive it and just uh, continue to develop this because I think that you're on the on the cutting edge here. You're the leader of a social movement. It's more than just uh, you know you're more than just a speaker. You are resonating with and you are connecting to issues that need to be heard across the fruited plain, white and black, conservative and liberal, old and young. Uh, thank you very much, Chuck. Uh, this has been a lot of work, but, like, I have been called for such a time as this. Like, I started as just 
a uh, singer five uh, years ago, and I wrote the American uh, Tea Party anthem in my car on my way to uh, Walmart. Uh, and so I called my music producer, the answer machine, and uh, and I sang the song over the answer machine so that I would not uh, uh, forget the song. A week later, I was on Fox news and and then a couple of uh, weeks after that i was singing the song around the country this has been an amazing ride <laughs> yeah you bet well i mean I, I i'm looking forward to listening to it and uh would urge people to uh, go to your website where it's available mm-hmm. again that is lloydmarcus.com and and check it out I so sure. uh yeah. You know, let's stay in touch and uh, keep keep me posted on events. You know, let me know what you're doing and uh, check in from time to time. I mean, this is, uh, you know, especially as the election comes up, we're talking about uh, really changing the culture of the country is what you get started. Yes, we are. And Tucker, thank you very, very much. Thank you, Lloyd. Talk to you soon. Okay, we're going to take a break to the news and listen to the Iowa USA bad taste or smells, but there's even more to be concerned about. City water contains harmful chlorine and chemicals, which enter our bodies while showering, cooking, and washing food. Bottled water or sink filters don't protect you. QuadMax, HydroCare's revolutionary whole house system, provides healthy, clean, great-tasting water from every faucet with virtually no pressure loss. It's the only one of its kind, with four times the purification capacity in one compact unit, and it's only $495. The water quality far exceeds that of a system selling for twice the price. So take charge of your family's health. HydroCare, the smart technology for all your water problems. Try now, pay later. Go to bestfiltertoday.com. That's bestfiltertoday.com. Or call now, 1-866-984-6024. That's 1-866-984-6024. The revolution in clean water is here. Hydrocare. knew that Thomas Edison gave us the first commercial light bulb. But did you know he invented alkaline batteries and an electric train? Edison said, if we all did the things we're capable of, we would astound ourselves. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. For almost two decades, I've been helping families build home businesses. Many have been astounded at what they've been able to achieve. Today, I want to introduce you to my newest and most exciting home business concept ever. It's MaxAchieve.com. If you'd like to earn $500 to $5,000 or more a month working from home, check out MaxAchieve.com. This is more than a home business. At MaxAchieve, we want to help you experience more success in all areas of your life. To find out how you could astound yourself, go to MaxAchieve.com. That's MaxAchieve.com. Or call conservative in the cradle of liberty you'll want to listen when chuck moore speaks on the information radio network thank you very much we are back here at the iowa usa radio network 
Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, Elizabeth Morris has been a guest of mine for quite a while. She's the chair of the Christian Alliance for Indian Child Welfare. She's the author of Dying in Indian Country, a columnist with Women's Voices Media. And Elizabeth Morris, who cannot be here today, but we've got several people filling in, has been a longtime advocate of and champion of exposing corrupt practices and child abuse occurring on Native American Indian reservations around the United States. And some of the laws that have been put in place that allow this to happen without the government, uh, basically the government turning a blind eye. Now, there's a particular problem at the Spirit Lake Reservation in North Dakota. And uh, so uh, please, uh, uh, we, we're joined by uh, by Betty, uh, by, by Lisa Morrison, I think. Lisa, go ahead. Okay, hi. I'm going to um, introduce you to um, uh, Johnston Moore, who is the director of Home Forever and an advocate for permanency for children, and for, to Betty, who's been a fierce fighter and advocate for the kids at Spirit Lake um, for quite a while. Um, and, and I'm just going to let them go ahead and speak. Uh, um, they've got a lot to say. Okay, John, go right ahead. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much. Um, you know, actually, if you want to start with Spirit Lake, I was going to I was going to defer to Betty because she's she's been up there in the thick of uh, the Spirit Lake battle for for quite some time. Um, I you know I'd be happy okay. to speak on the Indian Child Welfare Act itself, but I think she'd be better suited to speak about Spirit Lake. Well, let's start with Betty then. Spir- uh, Betty Krenz, what's going on up at Spirit Lake, Betty? Good morning. It's a disaster. Hey. That's what it is. Um, yeah. I was a child. I was the child welfare worker for Spirit Lake for it was in all seven months before they fired me. Um, I seen kids that were getting put into homes with convicted sex offenders. Kids were being put in homes where there were violent offenders in the home, and it's really frightening to hear this. But there are kids that were put in homes that there were no background checks, there were nothing done. And they're off the books. They're off the record. There are no paper trails to find these kids. And it wasn't just one or two kids. There are. I had 131 kids on my caseload. Um, according to state law, a social worker should only have 25 to 27. I was not a licensed social worker. Therefore, I had nobody to... I couldn't go to the Board of Social Work and say, hey, these guys are expecting me to take care of 131 kids because I was unlicensed. And according to the tribe, you don't have to be licensed to work on the reservation. Hmm. They're high, um, now, now, doesn't the state of North Dakota have any say over that? I mean, or is, it, is this part of the tribal government? Nobody wants, to, nobody wants to upset the apple basket. Nobody wants to get in the way of tribal sovereignty. Um, I see. They, they kind of have this theory of what happens within those boundaries. If nobody knows about it, it doesn't happen. This is really an incredible crime. I mean, the state is responsible for what goes on in this state, regardless of whether it's on a uh, native tribe or not. And the tribal government obviously is is involved with some major corruption here. Uh, and and I think that let me just ask about a little further here. Are these children that are, you know, permanent residents of the tribal, uh, of the reservation, or are they children that have been take, taken out of the homes of uh, I, people who are not 
it goes, yeah. I've seen them both ways. I've seen the kids um, that were put into my care after we got to checking into things further. There were, the, they, the tribe did not have jurisdiction over these kids, yet they made these decisions. And well, I, I think I what happens, and the way the way Elizabeth has explained it to me is that there was some kind, there was a there was a law passed, I think in the 1970s, which allows a native tribe to literally take a child out of a home if they were proven to have a some ancestry native native ancestry, and that could be like you know a great great grandparent. Indian child welfare. It could be like Elizabeth Warren's yeah. child. You know, they be the one thirty second native and they can have somebody come in, pluck the child out of the home and take them to the reservation where they're then put into a situation that's extremely hazardous. You know, they could who knows who they're placed with on the reservation, putting aside the immorality of taking a child out of someone's home. I mean that's to me an atrocity that should never sure. go on in this country. Um, even I'll worse than that, adding to that, they're they're being put into a, a place where they're in danger, and there's been terrible things happening over there. I, yeah, I like can give to, you I'd an like example where there. a child yeah. actually oh, ahead, died from that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to I mean, some like of the stories Elizabeth like told me are so troubling. John Moore, go ahead. I'm sorry? Yeah, please, continue. Well, oh, okay, Lauren Lightshield and her twin sister were placed in a perfectly suitable um, non-native foster home off the reservation, but because the tribal government wanted her placed According to the Indian Child Welfare Act placement preferences, she was moved back to the reservation and she was placed with her grandfather and step-grandmother, and she died at the hands of her step-grandfather not long after that. Um, it turned out that the two, uh, the reports are that, that um, both sides of her family fought over the body and and no one came to the funeral. I, I wasn't there, so I can't corroborate that, but those are the reports. Um, and this little girl died, and she never should have died. She 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 was perfectly fine and safe in this non-native foster home off the reservation, but because of the Indian Child Welfare Act, she was moved back and she was killed. Um, and it's not just happening at Spirit Lake. This law was passed in 1978, and I believe it was passed with good intentions. However, it, it reached way too far. Um, the tribes were losing their kids because a lot of well-meaning social workers were coming onto the reservation, removing the children from their homes, alleging neglect. And the tribe said, wait, these kids aren't being neglected. This is just a tribal way of raising kids. And so they passed this law, and they said, okay, we need to allow tribal governments to have more say in what happens to, quote-unquote, their children. But the problem is they left that wide open. And so now you've got the Cherokee Nation who, uh, in one case, came after a little girl who was placed in an adoptive home, and this little girl was 1-512th Cherokee. Uh, the Baby Veronica case, which made the Supreme Court, that little girl was 1.2% Cherokee. This was not a Cherokee child, and yet the Cherokee Nation became a very, very major player in where she was going uh, to be raised. And so this is what's happening all over the country. And, I mean, in, in the situation of our sons, our sons came into foster care at ages 4 and 5. They were placed with us. Everybody was thrilled because they said it was a match made in heaven. The social worker said she'd never seen foster children and foster parents bond as quickly as we had. Uh, they were calling us mom and dad within three weeks. Um, according to everybody in the system at the time, our older son was Caucasian. Our younger son was half Caucasian, half Hispanic. And then several months into the placement, a paternal relative of our older son came forward and said she wanted custody of him. And she said, by the way, they're part Native American. And that's when everything changed. And suddenly we, who had been the perfect foster adoptive parents for them, were told that we cannot adopt them. And, 
you know, they grew up about 1,500 miles from the reservation. They had no connection to it whatsoever. And yet the tribe was saying, yeah, we want these kids moved out of this home. And so clearly that's not what Congress intended, but that's what's happened. And, and like Betty Jo said, nobody wants to step on tribal sovereignty. I mean, nobody wants to mess with tribal sovereignty. All the people, all the powers that be just want to bow down and, and just say, well, whatever the tribe wants is what the tribe gets. And it's hurting kids as a result. So, so then what this, what this is about then is that, um, if someone has any provable ancestry, that is Native American, which, by the way, includes tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Millions. The uh, the tribe can literally confiscate the children and forcibly take them to uh, to the tribe where they're brought up by people, whoever the tribe decides. And uh, putting aside the racist aspect of this, um, it, it's also a, an obvious recipe for child abuse. These children have no connection to the reservation. Oftentimes, their their parents or grandparents, they might have had a Native American grandparent who wanted to leave the tribe because the tribe was corrupt exactly. and they wanted out. They had no connection to it. They moved out. They married uh, someone who was not Native. And then suddenly they discovered that their grandchild is being plucked out of the home um, and, and taken back because they, have, because they have Native blood. I mean, this shouldn't be going on in this country. Why are the tribes doing this? I believe I have they theories. feel. Go ahead, Betty Johnson. Oh, go ahead, Johnson. You can probably answer that better than I can. Well, I mean, I, I think there's any number of reasons. I've found that some tribes are very um, are, are very amenable to considering the children's best interest. There are some tribes out there that will say, you know, if this child's been in the home for this long, and it's it's not they don't generally pluck them out of homes that you know with if they're living with their parents or or their, their relatives, most often it's the case that they would move, remove them from a foster adoptive home. Um, but there are situations that, that, the, other is, that, that the other is happening, is too, happening too. But, but by and large, um, and, and every tribe has its own membership rules. So a child who's 1.2% uh, from one, one tribe will not be claimed, whereas a child who's 1.2% Cherokee may be claimed. And so that's, every, child, every tribe has its own membership rules. I believe that it comes down to, with some tribes it comes down to money. I think with some tribes it comes down to power and politics and control. Um, I, I believe that with some tribes it, that there, there's this feeling, well, you took our kids back then and we're taking them back. And so it was sort of like, it's, 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 it's um, these kids are being used as political pawns, I think. It has nothing to do with culture. I mean, we hear tribes all the time saying, these kids need to be exposed to their culture. Well, first of all, my sons were born in Southern California. They, they weren't born into in Native American culture. They weren't part, their biological mother, who's one eighth Native American, didn't even know the name of the tribe. So, and if it's <laughs> about culture, well, we reached out to the tribe after the adoption was finalized. We said, hey, you know what? We adopted these kids. We know you weren't happy about it, but let's try to get along in the future. Could you send us a newsletter, something about your tribe? Nothing, not a word. We have not heard a word from our tribe, from the voice tribe in nearly 11 years since the adoption was finalized. They don't care about my sons. They never cared about my sons. They just wanted them out of my home. The, um, you know, I mean, this, it's an astonishing story. Um, is it true that uh, you say that they might be motivated by money? Uh, they get welfare. And also the other aspect to this, I think, that should be mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that many of the Native American tribes are losing numbers. People are leaving right. 
they're going to the city, they're marrying out, they're, you know, they're they're just uh, there's more more you know jobs and opportunities outside the reservation, so they're trying to beef up their numbers by doing this. Is there any truth exactly. to that? There is. I mean, you know, some some tribes. I, I've seen tribes post. I saw a tribe post an online poll a couple of years ago. They said, you know, we're, we we need to increase our numbers, so um, we're thinking about changing our blood quantum requirements from one one eighth to one thirty second. So they they put out an online poll of their members. Well, you think about it. This there there could be a child that's related to that tribe that's one thirty second, um, living across the country in in Virginia having no connection and is in a pre-adoptive home and has been there for two or three years and is on, on, on his way to adoption. And then all of a sudden, based on some online polls, some tribe in Oregon comes in and disrupts the adoption before it's finalized and says, oh, you're, you're ours now. And the completely blind side, that, that can happen. And these tribes more and more are changing. More and more tribes are changing their constitutions to a lineal descendancy. So that means they no longer require one-quarter, one-eighth, one-thirty-second, one-sixteenth blood quantum. They're now saying... If you are a lineal descendant of a tribe member, a tribal member, and, and of course that's going to increase, that's going to increase their. Okay, we're going to have to take a brief break for news here at the Iowa USA Network. We'll be right back. This report is brought to you by Bank of America, working with Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. The holiday season means spending time with friends and family. It also can mean spending money, whether buying gifts or food and drinks for house guests. According to a poll from American Consumer Credit Counseling. 35% of consumers use a savings plan and budget to help with holiday spending. There are more ways to reduce the burden when you know large purchases are coming up. Careful planning of how you pay for those purchases can help put money in your pocket. Amy Tara Koch, family travel expert. Keep in mind that how you pay for holiday purchases can also impact how much money you have in your wallet. With the Bank of AmeriCard Cash Rewards Credit Card, cardholders get 3% cash back at gas stations and 2% back at grocery stores on up to $1,500 and 1% back on all other purchases. Just use your card as you normally would and earn cash back to lessen the impact of holiday spending. For more information, visit bankofamerica.com slash credit cards. I'm Dan Marin. I owe over $20,000 to the IRS. I don't have the money, and now my wages are being garnished. You need tax representation. I'm really worried. The IRS just sent me a letter, and they want to audit my business. You need tax representation. But who can I trust? Tax Representation Incorporated. It's a fact that if you owe taxes, the IRS has the power to take everything you own, including your home, your business, and even your freedom. If you receive a letter from the IRS, don't ignore it. Call Tax Representation Incorporated, and we'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threat within the same day. Guaranteed. Don't ignore it. If you're being audited or have years of unfiled tax returns, a federal tax lien, or worse yet, been issued a wage garnishment or bank levy, let the expert staff of tax attorneys and enrolled agents protect you from the IRS and get you the best tax representation and settlement guaranteed. We'll be on the phone with the IRS to stop the threats same day guaranteed. Go to taxrepresentation.com. Call 800-607-5760. 800-607-5760. 800-607-5760. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. 
Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Attention. If you'd like to improve your vision naturally, listen closely. Fact. Clinical studies show you can improve night vision, sharpen focus, and reduce eye strain using natural nutrients. Fact. You won't see the results you deserve with drugstore brands because these proven vision-boosting nutrients are missing in most eye supplements. Dr. Julian Whitaker has sold 4 million bottles of his Vision Essentials formula with the clinical levels of all 17 must-have nutrients for better night vision and better visual acuity with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Don't settle for cheap supplements, uninformed doctors who say there's nothing you can do, or vitamins that only cover some of the nutrients. It's a fact. You can enjoy improved night vision, sharpen your vision, and focus more easily with less eye strain and fatigue in as little as 30 days. Improve the health of your eyes today. Vision Essentials will change the way you see the world. To get your free bonus bottle of Vision Essentials, just call 800-658-1895. That's 800-658-1895. 800-658-1895. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and we've got a, a very complex issue here, um, one that deals with the, um, the practical results of the um, NICWA, which was an act, uh, Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978, and what it's led to, which is, on the downside, the, the right of Native tribes uh, making their own arbitrary policies with regard to how they define a member, then being able to essentially abduct children uh, minors uh, from foster homes, from adopted homes, even from uh, homes, I suppose, and uh, drag them back to the child to the reservation at gunpoint, and then put them into uh, homes on the reservation where there's no accountability. We don't know what happens to them. And in the case of the Spirit Lake tri- uh, tribe in North uh, Dakota, there have been reports of terrible atrocities. Nothing is being done about it because people are afraid to challenge uh, the alleged sovereignty of Native peoples. Uh, John? John Morris with us. John, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to uh, introduce my son, Chris. Uh, He's 19 years old, and he went through this, and it was his biological relative that came forward and and sought custody. Um, We have a great relationship with that relative now. By the way, that relative is not Native Mm -hmm. American, but was using the act to try to have have them removed from our home. one thing I, I wanted to mention is that oftentimes Native American uh, groups, advocacy groups, will claim that these children who are raised in non-Native homes, these quote-unquote Native children, keep in mind my son is 6% Native, these kids are destined for doom if they're not raised in Native American homes with, according to Native American culture, and that they'll become split feathers where they don't belong in either world. Well, my son is a perfect example of a split feather. Um, so talk to him and... and, and, and Judge for yourself if he's completely doomed or if he's doing pretty well for a 19-year-old. So I'll put him on the air right now. Okay, great. Chris, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm good, Chris. Uh, just give us a little talk a bit about what happened with you. Okay, so 
My brother and I were placed into foster care, um, and then we were both in the temporary placement for two weeks before um, being placed with our parents. Um, we bonded right away. Um, we started calling them mom and dad um, pretty much uh, right away. Um, and then we were on track for a pretty quick adoption, and then a relative of mine um, said that she were in custody. Um, and she was not Native American. I had no recollect of her. Um, my brother didn't know her. I didn't know her. Um, and then, and then it was found out that I was, uh, 6% Native American and then everything changed. Um, how can they prove that anyways? Um, I I'm mean, not, I'm is not that sure. something I they, they, I think they found out, um, the, the, my lineage and, and the tribe that, um, my, my grandmother was a part of. And so, and so, but it, this, this affected my brother in my placement um, here. So I started having okay. these nightmares that I thought I was going to be taken away and stuff. And I didn't, I didn't want to be moved even though, cause we were so close uh, to our family that being placed with a native American family would have been devastating to us. Of course. And so, and so uh, um, did that happen? Were you placed? I was not. Um, my, my, um, my dad would stay up really late at night researching this law, trying to find any way that he can keep us. And my parents uh, fought hard um, for, to keep us, and we ended up being adopted. Uh, we, my parents ended up winning, um, which apparently doesn't really happen with this law, and it was amazing. And so and so, um, throughout all the hardship with um, fighting ICWA, we were, we were able to be adopted by our parents. Well, thank God. What a nightmare, though. Something like this looming over your head. It's almost like a prison sentence. You know, you know you're going to yeah. go to uh, prison. I mean, yeah, I can only imagine. But, I mean, yeah, I, but a prison. So, uh, gee, I mean, thank God know. everything worked out. Yes, yes. And uh, and I and I'm really proud of you, of you and, and your father and and everyone joining me today for trying to shine a spotlight on this because there are other yeah. people who aren't as lucky. You know. Yes. Yes, that's that's true. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for joining me, uh, Chris, and uh, and Thank God you. bless you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You too. Um, okay, uh, John. The uh, so the issue is uh, one that uh, has it been brought up to members of Congress? Have we seen anyone in the U.S. Congress step <laughs> forward and uh, that willing to uh, to reform this law, not get rid of it, but reform it? So that there can be a means of uh, ensuring that this doesn't happen. Uh, are you who you're asking that? I'm sorry, I'm back on the air now. Uh, I'm asking you, John. Oh, a means of. Uh, will you please repeat the question? Sorry, I was. I mean, has there been any anyone uh, has been any congressman that's been willing to step oh. forward and and take a look at this atrocity and reform it? From time to time, we have uh, had meetings with people who seem to be receptive to the idea. No one's taken it on yet. We're, we're going to continue. Okay, to we have to take a break the news here. Sorry about that, John. We'll be back up to news. About four minute break. Thank you. For a home comes with a lot of to dos. Tune up the furnace, clean the gutters, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, Home Advisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, plumbers, 
whatever type of home pro you need. And HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. And because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. That's 1-800-220-0926. 1-800-220-0926. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and... Uh... When I said that the social worker takes the children out of the home at gunpoint, I didn't mean that literally. I just want to clarify. I mean that in that they have the force of the government behind them. They have a law on the books that allows them to do this. It's the Indian Child Welfare Act of 1978, and it basically allows an Indian tribe to decide the nature of their membership uh, based upon lineage, based upon blood, you know, based upon... Uh, racial considerations and once they make that determination they can then legally take a child away from a home foster home adopted home um, and, and and forcibly expropriate them and bring them onto the child onto the tribal uh, reservation where they could be put into a home and there's no accountability in many cases uh, we've talked specifically about the nightmare going on at the Spirit Lake reservation in North Dakota where atrocities are being committed, children are being sexually abused and murdered, and there's no oversight by the state because the state's afraid that they might be interrupting what is alleged to be uh, uh, tribal sovereignty. Um, We've got a bunch of people here joining me to talk about this, and they all have uh, personal stories. It's very, very important, and in some cases heart-wrenching stories, as we try to expose what I would argue is a national scandal. Um, my interest in this is in the interest of children. I do Amen. not think there's any reason why a child should be in any way removed from a home unless there is for any reason other than that that home is abusive, not because of their <coughs> ethnic background or their – I mean, the fact that this would go on in this country is something that is, is really a shock to me. Uh, Betty? Yes. Um, you asked about the story. This is Betty yes, Phil. Go ahead. Yes. Um, you talked and okay. asked if any of our senators or any of our lawmakers have gotten involved. I I took in February 
I took a stack of papers that would blow your mind, documentation of children that were in bad situations on Spirit Lake to Washington, D.C. I sat down with our senator, uh, Senator Hoven, and his staff, um, Senator Heitkamp's staff, um, and I showed them this, and I begged and I pleaded for somebody to please intervene. That was in February. I was told we'll look into it. In May, Lauren Whitefield was murdered by her grandmother after being taken out of a non-Native home for two weeks. This woman had eight tribal convictions of child abuse. They, she had never had her own children in her home at any time. Her and her husband had up to seven kids. We haven't heard the exact number. Or, I, I can't honestly say how many. It was in the paper at seven kids in that home when she tried to kill those two twin girls. Only one of them died. We fought tooth and nail for that surviving twin to be able to be placed back into the non-native foster home. On Spirit Lake, there are five licensed foster homes. There were 131 kids on my case load. Do you think it's a pro? How many kids does that make for in each foster home? It's impossible. Absolutely impossible. Betty, was, our government was there a, did, was there murder charges brought? Was there an investigation? Has there been a conviction? Grandma is in, Grandma t- pled guilty to reckless endangerment and felony child abuse, and is in jail. I think she got in, thirty years. Okay, so and that was but in the state the court. Ica, the Ikawa worker, the Ikawa worker that placed those children in that home. That Lauren Whitefield's death is on her. She needed to do her job and at least do a background check to see if that home was suitable. There was no tribal background check done. There was no federal background check. It was just, oh, you're you say you're a relative. Here you go. Here's two kids. CFI. Two weeks and two days later, now, they had a dead child on their hands. Now, what, what does the tribal government say about this? I mean, if I contact them, and I might contact them, actually, they won't to talk see to if you. they'll respond. They won't respond. They won't. They won't talk to you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break here. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Marius Forte, and together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to our new book called the answer, proof of God in heaven. The answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness, and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Hello, my name is Marius Forte. And together with my good friend Sam Sorbo, I would like to introduce you to a new book called The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. The Answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of God, as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages. For example, is there a God? 
And if there is, is he good? And if he's good, how could it prevent suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not? Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure is there any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain these? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, you believe will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com for more information. 50 million people suffer from headaches. All you want is for the pounding in your head to stop. Migralex stops the pounding. Migralex was developed by a neurologist and founder of the New York Headache Center. I'm neurologist Dr. Alex Mauskop. After studying and researching the human brain for 25 years, I've developed Migralex, which eliminates pounding headaches. It works for my patients, and I'm so convinced it will work for you, I don't just guarantee it, I put my name on it. Dr. Mauskop's Migralex gets rid of headaches fast without harsh caffeine, sodium, or preservatives. Migralex works unbelievably fast, and it's gentle on my stomach. Find out how to get your free bottle of Migralex. Call 800-681-2512. Plus, if you're one of the first 100 callers, you'll also receive the Migralex Quick Tips to Headache Relief absolutely free. That's 800-681-2512. Or go to Migralex.com. M-I-G-R-A-L-E-X.com. Or call 800-681-2512. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thanks so much. We're talking uh, about the Indian Child Welfare Act and the abuse going on on reservations, particularly the Spirit Lake Reservation, where there was a murder this past year, this year. And uh, there have been other terrible examples of of child abuse, sexual abuse of children that were basically forcibly placed on the reservation because of their race, because they had um, Native American background even a little bit, as if this should matter. And uh, and I'm I'm just uh, I'm hoping that that we can have some kind of a um, a reckoning of this. This is a terrible injustice, obviously. And it's one that's continuing. There are more people who are going to die or who are going to be sexually attacked or, or whatever by, uh, by these tribal governments that are not being held accountable by the state and by the federal government and, uh, and who are taking children against the will of the parents onto the reservations just because they're trying to beef up their numbers, they're trying to get more welfare, they're who knows why. Um, so, um, please continue. Uh, we've got no, someone else on the line here. Yep. Go ahead. Betty? Oh, yep, I'm here. I think Sheena's yeah, on the Yeah, go ahead, please. Oh, Sheena? Hi, Sheena. Why don't you, Sheena, why don't you introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what, what what's going on with you? Okay. Hi, my name is Sheena. I was just, um, I have a 13 year old daughter who has resided with me over the past 13 years. Um, her dad has never fulfilled his obligations according to tribal law or our law. If any, he has proven to be an unfit parent. I'm glad after 13 years, he's actually taking an interest, 
um, after being absent. However, it doesn't negate his responsibilities to pay child support or being absent. After 13 years in our courts, I think we would consider that abandonment, which is why I doubt he is fit to be a parent. Never in 13 years have I denied him access or participation in our daughter's life. If the tribe is so worried about my daughter's welfare, why don't they even enforce her father to pay child support? 13 years, he's never paid child support even. And now the fact is the judge is related to her dad. Um, my dedication well, that sounds to my like daughter. an old-fashioned that's an old-fashioned case of court books all right we'll be right back we're gonna take a break hello my name is marius forte and together with my good friend sam sorbo i would like to introduce you to a new book called the answer proof of god in heaven the answer is like a master key to all your spiritual questions about the existence of god as well as to questions that humanity has asked throughout the ages for example is there a god and if there is is he good and if he's good, how could we meant suffering in this world, which sounds like a contradiction, but it is not. Where do we come from and where are we going and why are we going at all? Why this tremendous amount of energy surrounding us? Is there life after death? Is there actually a heaven and a hell? How can we be sure there's any proof? What are the two main ingredients of happiness and how could we obtain this? Many more questions are addressed in our new book, The Answer. Proof of God in Heaven. As we simply know of gravity and not just believe in it, once you apply the naturalistic laws of this universe, your belief will turn into knowledge and you will know God. Our book has just been launched. Please visit our website, theanswer-book.com, for more information. Author, journalist, and American patriot, this is Chuck Morse Speaks. Shen, thank you very much. And Sheena, please continue your uh, your story there. Okay. Um, yeah, after 13 years, um, ex except for the fact that tribal judges related to my daughter's father, um, my dedication to my daughter is untold thousands of dollars, attorney fees, peace of mind, and a family home in which I lost because of untold numbers of attorney fees for fighting for my daughter. Most judges would recuse themselves when a case has conflicting interests because of honor and integrity. Mm -hmm. But the judge who made the ruling was re has refused to follow the spirit of the law and the letter of the law. Therefore, I question his honor and integrity in his decision. Not only do I question the validity of the decision, I question the jurisdiction of the tribal court. Since my daughter wasn't born on the reservation, nor has she lived on the reservation, and nor were her dad and I ever married. As her legal guardian and mother, I am her biological mother, have never given up custody or refused my status as a citizen of the United States of America. Therefore, I afforded the rights and protections guaranteed to me as a U.S. citizen. The dad is now trying to go take sole custody and with no reasoning and no probable uh, cause. Um, he has been harassing my whole family. She has... Five other brothers and sisters, we've all been together all years, I mean, 13 years of her life, and I go to school at lunchtime. The one day I t went to lunch, and I was going to, um, I took her for a counseling session. Next thing I knew, I was getting kidnapping charges for taking my daughter to get counseling because her dad doesn't want her to go to a counselor. My daughter has also written letters to the judge stating how she wants to stay at home with her mother and her brothers and sisters. The judge has not listened to her. 
I also was. This is, uh, yeah. Uh, I was abducted and kidnapped by the tribe as well and assaulted. Nothing has been done with that. I have been on several occasions to the FBI and the U.S. Marshal's office. Nothing has been said. I went to senators, congressmen. Nothing has been said. Three weeks ago, I was assaulted by my ex again. He grabbed both of my shoulders in the grocery store and goes, oh, did I scare you? He stalks me, goes past my house. No one does anything. All I have is a paper trail. It's got to the point where my 17-year-old wants to take a knife to school because he's even worried. And I had to explain to him as a mom, we don't do that. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is really a, a, a very disturbing story. It's disturbing that this would be going on in this country, in any country. I mean, this is what's, uh, this is not what this country is supposed to be all about. Whatever happened to the rule of law, you know? Whatever happened to the right of parents as first and foremost over children? This is an abrogation of the right of the family, is what this is. I mean, no entity, whether it be the state or some tr- group that claims to be a sovereign tribe, has a right to take a child away from their parent, ever, ever. Unless, of course, there's child abuse, in which case, yes, of course. But that's not what's being alleged here. This is what, what's being alleged is that the child is of a certain race, and therefore they can be removed. That should never happen in this country. That's what they did in Nazi Germany. You know, this right. is a, what do we have, race laws in this country? That people can be pushed, moved around like cordwood because of their race? What is this about? I mean, I and, just, and, uh, this is a, yeah. And Chuck, that, uh, you know, that, that another point that, that, um, was, might have been lost in there is that the corruption of the tribal courts, very oftentimes you'll have a, a birth parent who's been abusive, um, trying to get a child back and, and the state courts would never return the child to the, to that birth parent because of the abuse. And yet the tribal court judge is very oftentimes related to the birth parent, a cousin, an uncle, or whatever. And so instead of recusing themselves, they'll just award custody. I mean, this recently happened with a grandmother in um, North Dakota. Three little boys were placed with a grandma that, that under state law would never have gotten the children back, and yet she got the children. And uh, they were taken out of a home where they lived and thrived for over two years. And so this is happening all the time, and, and, and nobody's looking over the court, tribal court's shoulders. Nobody's going to do anything about it. In North the Dakota, tribal it's, court should it's be under the... Yeah. It's really scary right now in North Dakota. We have an oil boom going on in the Bakken, in the western part of the state. And it's very, very easy for these kids to disappear. And when I say disappear, I mean totally disappear. And they're young girls. They're being, it's trafficking is what it is. And nobody's questioning their whereabouts. Nobody's, there's no, nobody's accountable when you talk to the tribe and you ask for numbers or you talk to the BIA to get specifics and information, we're not privy to that information. Our senators... Now, do you mean to tell me that we don't know where these children are? I mean, that there are children missing right now that are unaccountable? I'm telling you they're... Unaccounted for? Exactly. Yeah, this is, this is a... Yeah, I mean, this is a, a, a national story. Uh, I, uh, this is huge. We'll be right back. 
You have a mortgage and a load of other debt. Wouldn't it be great if it all just went away? Nine-year mortgage can change your life. We paid off all of our bills. All your debt, including your mortgage, in as little as nine years? We will have saved over $313,000 in interest payments. Even have more money left over each month? It lowered our monthly payments by a little over $500. Nine-year mortgage. (laughs) Where have they been all of our life? If you knew about something like that, you'd want to tell everybody. Whenever I have a friend or someone that needs this service, I give them the number. Hi, I'm Larry Ruff, president of Nine Year Mortgage. This is unlike anything you've ever seen before, and it will absolutely not harm your credit. Call for your free CD and learn how you can eliminate all of your debt, including your mortgage, much sooner than you ever dreamed possible. The more debt you have, the more we can help. Call for your free CD now, 800-284-5572. This works. Call the number. Call now for your free CD, 800-284-5572, 800-284-5572. Chuck Morse speaks. All right, thanks so much. We're reaching pretty much the end of the program. I want to again thank Lloyd Marcus for joining me in the first part of the program today. Uh, check out his website, lloydmarcus.com, unhyphenated American. Uh, we are joined by a group that is talking about the abuse of the Indian Child Welfare Act. Um, would uh, Well, let's start with you, John. Are there any, is there any uh, numbers or websites or anything you want to give out to people who might want to reach you or who might want to find out more information? Well, um, they can uh, they can go to my website www. Um, well, I, I think you know I'll just give them my email. That's fine. Um, if they want to email me, that that's fine. It's j o h m o at earthlink. net. Um, they can uh, look up the Christian Alliance for Indian Child Welfare. Great website there with a ton of information. Uh, that's Lisa Morris's organization. Um, those are a couple of places to start because we want to help other families. We want to help other kids. Um, kids are being ripped out of homes in which they're have strong attachments and, and are only being moved because of a little bit of Native American blood and for no other reason. So, yeah, we want to help yeah. these families, but especially we want to help these kids. Good. And I admire your work. I think that uh, this is the tip of the iceberg. It's a big cover-up. Uh, this is something that ought, there ought to be congressional hearings in Washington to get to the bottom of this. And it doesn't mean that not, that the sovereignty of tribes needs to be threatened this is, I don't care about that. This is about children. I want to make sure that uh, children are in the right home, that they're not being forcibly moved around because of their race. That's what this comes down to. And, uh, you know, I would hope that uh, well-meaning uh, Native American tribes would get behind this, but apparently they're not. They, uh, they're using this act to, uh, to expropriate children, and that's, that should never be going on in this country. Children are children. You know, this is just wrong. You're right. It is. It's completely wrong. And and something needs to be done about it. It's political correctness gone haywire is what it is. Yeah. And it, like, All right, well, listen, I want to oh, thank you. Yeah. I was just going to say the Administration for Children and Families was my go-to place. That's where I thought these guys will fix it. I'm kind of naive. I didn't. I, I just figured once you, once you expose this, it'll get fixed. Yeah. Um, they had, a gentleman by the name of Tom Sullivan has spent countless hours helping or trying to help, and his superiors have shut him down. Our government.
And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591.